This episode of WTFlandia radio show is not brought to you by Google, but if you know what's good for you, go ahead and use the Google search and search up every bit of what we're speaking about on this episode. You can thank me later. The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. courtesy of a brand new statement that just crossed from Donald Trump. He asserts in this statement that his home in Mar-a-Lago is, quote, under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. The statement goes on to say, quote, they even broke into my safe. Well, uh, I suspect it has to do with some uh, investigations leading toward Donald Trump and some of his uh, associates. The FBI doesn't just go in unless a judge signs off on a search warrant. That means they have some probable evidence uh, about possible wrongdoing. The law is clear. You don't engage in a raid unless you've exhausted all the other remedies, unless you believe that the person raided will destroy the evidence. Staff members at the White House residence discover laws of fainted paper in a clogged toilet. White House resident staff were finding uh, pipes were clogged um, with paper that they believed he had flushed down. We also learned that some of Trump's presidential records were packed up and moved from D.C. to his Mar-a-Lago residence in an apparent flagrant violation of the Presidential Records Act. It's something that uh, the whole country needs to pay attention to and shows that Attorney General Garland is setting this up step by step. Welcome, welcome to the most exciting podcast on the planet. You are now entering the WTF Landia radio room, or should I say circus? It's a Cirque du Soleil, um, almost. I mean, here, here's the thing. I get the vibe, I get the sense that right now, as of today, August the 9th, 2022, I'm quite certain no one's, no one has approved it, finalized it, or said it is at 100% fact yet. So we, ha- we have to go through those measures uh, before, we, before we say it's a fact. But I'm quite certain uh, that at this very moment, the earth is one big Cirque du Soleil production. Okay, now wait, 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 wait. Before you go laughing and giggling and, you know, chuckling underneath your breath. Hear me out. Hear me out. You, my friends, hi guys. Welcome to the show. It's your host, but even more or less formal. It's your girl, Char Michelle. 
Now, either you've been a fan and friend of this show for a while, and so you're just tuning in as usual, your nightly, your nightly tune-in so you can get the best sleep of your life sort of podcast, or you're just tuning in uh, because your friend slid you this podcast and go, dude, check this out. This gal is onto something, and it's good. And it's easily listening, and it's sleepy time. <laughs> One of the three, I'm not sure. Only you know what your text said. Uh, we are not the FBI. However, <laughs> however, I know somebody who might know a little something about the FBI. You know, here is why. I want to go back. I want to just retract back a little bit. Not retract any statements, of course. This is WTF Landia Radio Show. We don't retract anything. We disclaim everything. And now we can get down to the business, and that's just the business of having fun with this, well, Cirque du Soleil that we're living in. It's a circus, (laughs) y'all. It is wild. What the f*** just happened? Huh? What? Now, I know this happened yesterday, but I have to chew, I have to research, I have to study before I just go dropping dimes on this publication. And and that's just, just, just a fact. That's just how I roll, personally. A lot of it's whimsical, definitely uh, foresight. Some of it's prophetic. Some of it's uh, right on the button. Some of it's improv. Some of it's parody. But it's all uh, its all coming from a, a good place, you guys. It's all coming from a good place. And some of it's facts. But you never know. You got to wrap your mind around it all. You got to take it in and then Google it. <laughs> like I always say, whatever you hear here, Google it. And then do your own kind of, you know, final analysis. It's like going to university. Just just think of me as your prof, okay? There we go. Your philo-prof. Philosophy-prof. That's because that's kind of maybe that's something that I would have maybe enjoyed doing more than, you know, what I did in the past. I actually, I enjoyed my life. I've had a lot of fun, exciting times to uh, think about, write about, remember, reminisce, and all of this, all of the in-between. So, it's fun. But we are here where we are now. And again, it's coming from a place of concern. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming from a place of what the... Yes, indeed. It's coming from a place of love and also I'll wrap it around with faith because you know how I do it here. I got to wrap it around with Jesus. Okay. We are not a religious podcast, but we are a Jesus girl podcast. And also we love people. So people, all the people. Okay. This is all lives matter podcast. Just kidding. This is not Fox News. But this. <laughs> Let's get down to business, y'all. Oh my goodness. Why, Char Michelle, do you refer to the globe as a Cirque du Soleil? Well, because I don't know what if y'all had heard what I had heard or not. I'm not sure. But if you had heard what I had heard, then you mean to tell me in the year 2022 that a grown ex-president man would have the audacity (laughs) would have the gall would have the nerve to flush some presidential paperwork down the the boudot down the toilet down the toilet, down the potty, down the potty squatty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what the? F- 
Stop capping. It's a whole cap. That is not true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just need a moment. I see. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here is the thing. I like to, you know, think about things in my head and how they could be. I like to maybe fantasize that it could turn out that way. I fantasize is a stretch. But I like to maybe, maybe imagine, there we go, that that's a possibility. DJT has had a lot of talking points on this here podcast radio show. So if you're a DJT fan and you have tuned into the podcast today, and this is your first time hearing about DJT, a.k.a. Donald John Trump, well then... Listen with, well, dissenting ears. How's that? Let's have dissent. This is a podcast where you dissent, you enjoy it, and you leave with respect, and you come back later with more, even more respect for your girl, Sean Michelle. Because listen, you and I both are on the same planet, breathing this same fresh green, well, kind of green air. I'm in Vancouver, so everybody's air is different where you are. You could be in Shanghai right now. It's a little smoggier. Wherever you are, we are breathing the same H or oh, CO2, oxygen. And you mean to tell me that in 2022, of all the places to discard presidential paperwork, that it would be your choice to flush it down the many potty squatties all over the White House? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I have three children. Potty squatties is a sick, y'all. Y'all gotta never look at the bathroom the same in the washroom, wherever y'all call it. The potty squatty. The DJT potty squatty. There, White House, three years almost later. Biden been in there, probably wears it depends. So he's probably not using that much toilet paper. Probably got wipes. I'm just kidding. He's just older, so that's just you know. I gotta give all the presidents their, you know, their cap because seriously, none ain't nobody perfect. Y'all all just human beings. Y'all doing the same thing I'm doing, trying to figure life out, walking, putting one foot in front of the other, or walking backwards, whatever you do. But you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be kidding me it took three on near almost three two and a half almost three years for you to figure out that the 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 potty's been flushed and how do you know that that's not biden's depends how do you must be obvious must have donald trump's very 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 strategic handwriting he's got a nice signature he's got good handwriting i've seen it so you mean to tell them how how is it not wet and soggy and full of shiznize it? How? How does it, a judge took their very own time to gather the evidence, collect it, do their due diligence and everything that law school taught them and come down to the legal fact that the legal fact that there is enough evidence presented to do further investigations by raiding the Mar-a-Lago. It wasn't enough when Jeffrey Epstein was hanging out over there gallivanting with young ladies. But toilet 
residue from three years ago Donald Trump resided in the White House, funked it up for three years with Melania. And you mean to tell me? <laughs> it's Cirque du Soleil. See, now you understand what I'm saying? This is funny. <laughs> Wow, I just, I cannot understand where I've been and how this happened. We all been like, okay, when's this going to happen? There's been all this this talk around, you know, impeachment points. They didn't figure this out in the impeachment, at the impeachment party, one of the two. There was two, a dual down, double devil impeachment party. That wasn't enough evidence to go into the Mario Lago and even breach the safe. He even breached my safe, is what DJT said. He put out a statement. He's not allowed on Twitter, but he put it on in C-SPAC or whatever he's allowed on, whatever whatever social media network he's still allowed to go to. <laughs> Maybe he added it into DJT Jr.'s uh, Instagram stories or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> but he actually went ahead and sent out a message saying these people have really violated this president and I cannot believe that they have done this from from me the president so disrespectful this is a left I mean he kind of just went on you know he, you know how he does he goes on to, to, to insinuate that this is a you know I don't know DJT I have a problem with him I have a problem with the fact that he makes everything about him when you make everything about you, at some point, it's going to be about you. Just chill. Go under the radar. You got too much hair. You got too... Your smile is too Grinch who stole Christmas. You have a lot of attention. You're definitely not a nondescript character. Okay? You're you're not one of those video games where you're just walking in the background. You're loud and proud. You are something else. You're a character. You're a main character. And so, with that main character energy, DJT... Sometimes it's better to just zip it and stop going on wherever you get invited and talking about yourself. Because now you've made it all about yourself. You've probably said one too many things. And now two and a half years later, we've gone into the boudoir toilet pipes in the White House. (laughs) And have, what do you call it? Have detracted, have taken out some pretty important paperwork that could land you in the slammer I mean there's just okay I mean like seriously there is just way too many question marks that have popped up in my head in regards to now there's a couple things and I'm gonna go because this is WTF Landia Radio Show yes the acronym does speak for itself okay what the freak what the fart where the where they do that, where they do that at, where they from, it can be whatever you want to me, okay, I don't like to insinuate curse words, but sometimes it's just a curse word, and this could very well feel like a curse word to DJT, like, what the, are you guys doing at my Mario Lago ranch, I'm over here in Florida, just trying to wait it off to the next election, talking, I'm putting up, t- pulling up talking points from C-Spec, getting on tour with Marjorie, and uh, the other guy, uh, Beavis and from Beavis and Butthead the other guy I forget his name 
But you know what I'm talking about. And over here, Melania, she's left. She's back in, uh, she's back in, in Bulgaria. She wants nothing to do with me. And so I'm over here just trying to mind my, and you've even breached my safe. I can't even get another reality show off the ground. Everybody's sus about me because I have had been impeached twice. Kanye West doesn't even call me anymore. I've been waiting on his call. Dennis Rodman, you would think all the things I've done for him. I even put him in touch with Kim Jong-un. And he doesn't even want to talk to me either. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I'll stop clapping. It's fine. <laughs> that voiceover of DJT in my head. That's DJT in my head. Trying to figure out what the freak they got. They then rolled up. There was lots of FBI cards. I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it. I looked at it on video. The FBI rolled up. The ops. The ops came hopping. <laughs> the ops came hopping. <sighs> Mario Lagos. Wow. It's quite vast. It's definitely a capitalistic heaven. It's it's wild. But let's look at the timeline that led up to the FBI search of Mar-a-Lago. Okay, shall we? Because many of us, like myself included, was wondering, why did it take so long? What has he done? And why did I say it's theater? It's either because, well, one, I just can't wrap my brain around flushing perfectly great paper down a perfectly nice toilet in the White House. When they're shredders, <laughs> there's fire. You can set them on fire. <laughs> Make a bonfire room in the house. <laughs> I'm just not stupid. This is stupid. You try to make me trust the science, and I'm not trusting the science here. <laughs> I cannot trust the science on this one, y'all. It's too many places to get rid of paperwork than down the toilet. <laughs> I've got other things to think about like why my crush is not coming to Vancouver to visit me that's that's where I should be focusing my energy instead I'm trying to figure out why a grown ex-president man would flush paperwork down the toilet for it to then clog up three years later inside the White House this doesn't make sense the science is not sciencing the math is not mathing (laughs) I can't. <laughs> I can't do the math. All right, so we're going to look at the timeline and see what got him there. Because otherwise, this is a stage show. It's Cirque du Soleil, no. And we're all just a part of it. I mean, CERN's opened a portal. We could be in a Cirque du Soleil, no. And we wouldn't even know it. We could be in a wormhole. We wouldn't know it or whatever. This is just me giving you WTF because, well, WTF. Like, Why? Why are we here? Where am I? And, well, we'll get there. Okay, so when the FBI agents took the stunning step of searching former President DJT's home in Florida on Monday, the focus quickly turned to Mr. Trump's history of improperly keeping records and documents from his uh, time in the White House at his Florida residence. So I'm thinking the businessman that DJT is, he decided to take some work home with him. This is my argument if I'm his lawyer, okay? We all know I studied, well, poli sci, and I would have probably tried to practice law had I not started modeling or whatever. My life took me other places and, and mommying. 
this is my defense if I'm DJT's lawyer, okay? He took the work home. He couldn't separate the fact that he was DJT the businessman from DJT the president. So yes, he took home documents home from time to time. However, he does have grandkids, okay? Um, what's her name, Winona? Uh, what's what's Donald Trump's daughter? Um, whatever her name is, you know who I'm talking about. He's got grandkids, right? And so maybe not Melania, but the other his daughter. Again, why can't I think of her name right now? Anyways. Maybe her grandkids got to the paperwork. Her kids got to the paperwork. And they were the ones that were balling up the paperwork and stuffing them down the toilet. Or the maids didn't know it. And it was like, you know, wine spilled on the paperwork. And so they decided to flush it down the toilet. I don't know. I gotta make sense out of Ivanka. Ivanka, that's her name. I gotta make sense out of this, and it's not making sense. So if I'm D- Donald Trump's lawyer, I'm gonna go ahead and put put it on the children, because I think that that's what DJT would like. It would keep him scot free, and you can't get the children under oath. They're eight. They're young. They're, they're young children, and only young children would put paperwork down the freaking potty squatty. That's Grandpa's work. Oh, I don't care. Oh, Grandpa. I'm going to put this down a place going, perfect, great job, I'll just say it was you. <laughs> Listen, okay, he has been known to have a improper way of keeping his records and documents, so this is just, this gave them the tools that they needed to get the judge to sign up on this search warrant, is what I'm thinking, so over the past year and a half, Mr. DJT has repeatedly faced questions about the nature of documents he turned over to the government, as well as others he kept after leaving office that by law, by law, and I don't like to think you're above the law, DJT, you threatened us with a good time when you said, if I get voted in again, I'm going to make, I probably won't leave for the next 14 years. You're a cocky son of a gun, aren't you? 14 years. I don't want to see you for 14 years. I don't want to see you for 14 extra months. Let alone 14 years, DJT, settle down. You know, come on now. So that made my spidey senses spike right up. But it also makes me understand that you probably think that you're above the law and you keep, by law, your presidential paperwork was required to be handed over to the National Archives and Records Administrations. This allows people to know what the president was doing with their time in the office, what they were looking at. It, all this stuff ends up in the library of National Archives and Records or the, the National Archives and Records Administration. And like this podcast will end up in the Library of Congress at some point. Because you guys understand my pollute, political astuteness was way out of this world. You don't see it now, but you'll see it in the future. This gal was on to something. Okay? Because the search on Monday appeared to be at least, in part, the latest escalation in a prolonged effort to learn more about the fate of some of those materials that was bought home to the Mar-a-Lago estate. So here's a timeline of Trump's dealings with the National Archives, as well as efforts by lawmakers and Justice Department officials to identify and reclaim a variety of sensitive documents Mr. Trump may have stashed at his home in Florida. Okay, so January 21, let's start there. On January 19th, the day before he left office, reluctantly, uh, 
Mr. Trump sent a letter to uh, David S. Ferrario, the archivist of the United States, naming seven senior officials as his representatives to handle all future requests for presidential records. They included Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, and several White House lawyers, including Pat A. Cipollone and Patrick F. Philibin. Okay, so go with me here. Now, through their work in the White House uh, Counsel's Office, several of Mr. Trump's representatives had uh, helped fight requests from Congress for White House records during Mr. Trump's first impeachment in 2022. Are you with me? Okay, keep coming. Mr. Trump left the White House on the morning of January 20th, just hours before President Biden was inaugurated. Now, accounts of the former president's departure are described as a highly disorganized exit with a slapdash packing, especially as aides had spent the weeks before focused on, of course, and we all know what they spent the weeks prior to leaving office formally. They've spent it contesting the results of the 2020 election, obviously, and preparing for Mr. Trump's defense in his second, yes, second impeachment trial that was held in February. Now, if you're not American and you're from anywhere else in the world, you will have to understand that that uh, the American people have been trying to send DJT packing for various disarming and alarming uh, justice mishaps, let's just call them, for lack of a better word. (laughs) That is time during the office, right? And he's been spending the same amount of time saying, screw you, this is me. He's been confusing, is what he's been. And you know, the devil is the author of confusion. If you can confuse a person enough, they'll accept it. I mean, we just, we just at some point just accepted what we had, what we was looking, looking at, what we was listening to. Hey, you got the, 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 the post officers, they're taking the letters, they're taking the votes from the Republicans straight to the Democrats' houses, and they're eating them as steak for dinner. They, in fact, they call it, they call it, uh, voter meat. It's a new meatless meat option that the Democrat vegans and liberals are eating. <laughs> DJT had people believe in stuff like that. He's like, what the? F- oh, whatever. Ah, just be the president. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> he had us all confused. <laughs> that man had us confused. But so here we go. Let's go on January 2022. Fast forward a whole year later. It was later revealed that in mid-January, the National Archives had succeeded in retrieving 15 boxes, yes, 15 boxes of materials taken from the White House at the end of Mr. Trump's term and stored at Mar-a-Lago. Ooh, 15, you don't say. Why 15, huh? Mm, why you take it to the Mar-a-Lago? I'm sure there's copies of this stuff too. Come on. Melania, you didn't see these 15 boxes? What's going on here? So Mr. Trump's private club at the rep- at the residence uh, in Palm Beach, Florida, uh, stored those documents, his private club at the residence, okay? This residence, and now I said, it's, you have a visual. Go look, go search, go Google Mario Lago Trump residence in Florida, and it's vast. So the private area of the residence, that's where these 15 boxes of documents would have been stored. Okay, so 
The agency said that it had negotiated with Mr. Trump's lawyers throughout 2021 to have the materials returned. I'm just thinking, okay, so now this is my lawyer, my legal, my legal mind thinking. Uh, during that time, during that one year period that you had to negotiate with this man's lawyers, how much stuff did he get rid of? How do we know it was not 150 boxes and narrowed down to 15? How do we know that now he did that for a whole year, that he's got 15 boxes of just like ordering cold McDonald's fries for football teams that were visiting the White House? Your receipts <laughs> from Taco Bell. How do we know that? You took too long. That should have. No, I don't trust that. Because if I'm DJT and you're negotiating with me to get some paperwork back, I'm going to get rid of everything. You're right. I'm not going to discard it down the toilet because that's just goofy. I'm going to shred it and fire it and turn up the heat. I'm not having you ain't going to see none of this stuff I was looking at for that full year. It would have been gone after a week. Let's take some mental notes. Because, are you kidding me? So you expect me to think that after a year and 15 boxes of evidence that you've been trying to negotiate with back, he ain't tampered with that evidence? Come on. Please. Jeffrey Epstein's probably in the basement somewhere chilling out. I don't want to say who his company is, but it's probably not copacetic. (sighs) You conservatives are very confusing at this point. And I am telling you what, I don't like to tread a line, a fine line between liberal and conservatives and be a middle ground gal, but I, I hold some conservative thought patterns. But I'm telling you what, this is too wacky for me. Conservatives ain't conservatives. I'm telling you, it's like all Christians ain't evangelical. This is weird. This is, again, Devil's off the confusion. This is confusing times that we're living in. This is why this is Cirque du Soleil. No. Okay? But go with me. The boxes included a number of personal letters and gifts Mr. Trump had received, including correspondence ah, with Mr. Hmm, Kim Jong-un. And a congratulatory letter that former President Barack Obama left for Mr. Trump. It was basically archives that he wanted to keep to himself. These are my personal things. Kim Jong-un wrote me, Putin wrote me, Barack wrote me. He's not American, but I keep it. He wrote in his foreign language in Hawaiian. <laughs> I couldn't read it. It was written in Oahu. <laughs> I wonder what those boxes really included, sir. I doubt that it's just that. Now, these records should have been transferred to NARA from the White House at the end of the Trump administration in January 2021, the National Archives Records Association said in a statement. These should have been turned over a year ago. You mean to tell me that you fessed up to having 15 boxes? Could have been well over that you took to your Mario Lago private residence and just held on to these really nice important letters from dictators and people that don't write in English but write in Hawaiian language. Brock, you know I'm just joshing. (laughs) So listen, in February 2022, now sometime after receiving the boxes, the National Archives discovered what appeared to be classified information. Okay. He's like, I don't know it was classified information. What do you mean? It was merely, merely, merely 
a video from, you know, my friend, my old pal Epstein, who was in jail. He just wanted to send me some information telling me to hold on to a few things and get rid of some things for him while he was in there. He didn't know when he was going to be coming back. He wanted me to take and water his plants, if you know what I mean. And so, that's what I did. That's all that was. Well... Mr. Trump had held on to a flat and held on to and flagged the incident to the Justice Department for guidance. The agency publicly confirmed on February 18th that it had found documents marked as containing classified national security information among the boxes. Well, that's when you're above the law. You don't have a law. You don't have rules. You break all the rules and you say, "Why well, didn't they know it was the children? It was Ivanka's children." The finding raised concerns among lawmakers who started investigating through the White House Committee on Oversight and Reform. Now, in a letter on February 24th, Representative Carolyn B. Maloney, the committee's chairwoman, requested uh, a detailed accounting from the National Archives of contents of the boxes found at Mar-a-Lago, including anything that Mr. Trump had shredded or tried to destroy. Now we're talking. But she says, listen, I'm deeply concerned that former President Trump may have violated the law through his intentional efforts to remove and destroy records that belong to the American people, she wrote. Now, in April 2022, in response to the National Archives referral to the Justice Department in February, federal authorities apparently began their own investigation, you guys, into how classified information ended up at DJT's Mar-a-Lago private residence. Okay? This is in April, my birthday month. Now, in April, the Justice Department instructed the National Archives not to share any further details about the materials found at Mar-a-Lago with the House Oversight Committee, suggesting that the FBI was in the preliminary stages of a criminal investigation. They had been working on this for a while, so in May 2022... In May 2022, in early May, the Justice Department issued a subpoena to the National Archives to obtain the classified documents found within the boxes recovered from Mar-a-Lago a year later. And again, I think it diminished down. There was probably more detailed information. But he says, well, they didn't do anything to Hillary when she took all of her boxes home. Why would they do anything to me? I'm DJT. This is my brain. This is my brain's telling me that he was thinking, right? The Hillary, and we, come on, Hillary's emails. This whole time they still haven't found Hillary's emails. Why would they care if I took home a letter from Kim Jong-un? Okay. And that's just one of the things. Okay. Anyways. Authorities have also requested interviews with several White House officials present in the final days before Mr. Trump left the White House. The steps appear to confirm that the Justice Department had begun a grand jury investigation. This is when it starts to heat up into whether Mr. Trump had uh, mishandled the sensitive documents and that its investigation efforts were picking up steam. That is in May, right? So at some point in the spring, a small group of federal agents, including at least one involved in the counterintelligence, also made an unusual visit to Mar-a-Lago to seek out more information about classified documents that might have been stored there. Now, Mr. Trump and at least one of his lawyers were said to have been present for part of that meeting. 
It was not immediately clear when the visit took place. These are all quiet meetings, right? August 22, fast forward. On Monday, August 8th, FBI agents descended like an eagle onto Mr. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home, breaking open a safe as they conducted the search in what seemed to be the latest attempt to obtain information related to its handling of classified materials. In an interview, though, on uh, The Real American's Voice, Christina Bob, an attorney for Mr. Trump, appeared to confirm that the agents were there looking for presidential records, some of which may have contained classified information. Somehow, we get to this point on Tuesday, the day after less than 25 hours short of this very, very, very petty and alarming and amazing. Not petty. Listen, not everybody works for you, Donald. Not everybody works for you. Some people just actually take their job seriously and they go, look, I'm a professional. You can't pay me to make these, to, to make it things go away. I think a lot of people think they can pay, pay people to make things go away. And I'm not saying that they can't. I'm just saying everybody's got their eye on it now. And because everybody's got their eye on it now, I'm wondering what's going on. I, <laughs> I'm the type of girl that when everybody's attention's pointed one way, what's going on the other way? <laughs> I'm wondering what is going on the other way. I know that the World Economic Forum is full throttle. Speaking of full steam ahead, I feel like it's full steam ahead because I feel like the leader of the World Economic Forum, Mr. Klaus Schwab, doesn't have a governance. It's a global effort to get all of our global politicians and, and even private equity stakeholders are involved in changing up the game in a very swift manner. I think that uh, the uh, I think that the the way we deal with money is, is about to change. I think that we have a recession happening. I think that digital money is going to be a thing probably in less than six months. Um, AKA, in my opinion, the mark of the B, the, the beast, M-O-T-B. And just things like that. As a Christian gal, my spidey senses go up. So I go from the politic, political standpoint to the other standpoint. And that's, is Jesus coming soon? I think so. Last I checked, this wasn't normal. <laughs> Last I checked, I'm finding it hard to find my improvisational um, coof up out of these situations. Because also, I heard... Look, I'm going to let y'all know what y'all... Look, you're going to listen to what I listen to. Then we're going to talk about it after this, right? Be right back. Then tested. And I just want to show you we are live here at the Camp Creek Water Reclamation Facility. This is where that water was collected earlier this morning. Now, this is water that people... Much like you can see right here with that waste water that tested. And I just want to show you we are live here at the Camp Creek Water Reclamation Facility. This is where that water was collected earlier this morning. Now, this is water that people... Oh, my Lord, Jesus, take the entire wheel and crash it. What is going on? 
the Camp Creek Water Reclamation in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, that's what you heard there. That is a reporter reporting on a bottle much like you can see right here with that waste water that pots in the water tested and i just want to show you we are live here at the camp creek water reclamation facility County. this is where that water was collected earlier this that is what i've heard on the news today coming straight out of atlanta atl that, of course, I had to find on, you know, my news source, the interweb on Instagram. That's a person that's watching the news and it's showing us that the monkeypox outbreak is real. And they're finding the monkeypox, no, none other than in the water source, the tap water. Okay, listen. Now listen. This is why I don't know why do why do we talk about Klaus Schwab and then why are we talking about monkeypox in the water? Well, why Bill Gates we should be talking about because Bill Gates has a f- formula, right, to get rid of all this stuff. He's gonna vaccinate the whole world. Also, the CDC has a uh, medical uh the the World Health Organization has a uh, medical um you know it basically has a more of a broader medical uh, ability to make a emergency decision in regards to taming outbreaks now, right? I think, I believe that that uh, is something that we are looking at. I'm not sure. Again, Google it. None of this stuff can be proven yet until you figure it out for yourself. But listen to the WHO, it, it, research if the WHO is able to um, make emergency orders for the entire globe when it comes to new or or even old or whatever kind of uh virals viral loads we might be experiencing or have experienced um that could be possible for them to make uh vaccinations available for for all the countries as opposed to countries taking on their own avenues of inoculating and vaccination policies and things like that does that make sense? That was talking around the point, but you get, you get what I'm saying. Again, so I'm thinking that if we're putting monkeypox, not to say that the who or the web is anybody's putting monkeypox in water, but it makes me think that why who would put monkeypox in the water? Who in there dropping monkeypox juice in the water? Is somebody going with monkeypox and dipping their they booty in the water over there at the reclamation center? It's rude if you did that. But what? Who, how? How can that amount of mon- monkeypox get in the water from one person go- going to the reclamation center and saying, I feel like affecting everybody in the ATL. Everybody seems to be non-heterosexual here, and we're starting to say that this is a non-heterosexual disease, so ATL looks like a place we can go and do that. I mean, what is a how? What is, what's the, how do you come up with this stuff? Why is there monkeypox in the water in the ATL? Otherwise. Excuse me, this is my game. It's my brain trying to work it out. I say my thoughts out loud. I don't keep them inside. Because if I keep them inside, well, it makes me feel crazy. At least I can sound crazy out loud. Because <gasps> it sounds crazy. <laughs> it's not sounding. It makes no, no sense. From the fact that DJT would allegedly put paperwork down the potty squatty to monkeypox being in the reclamation water center in 
ATL. It doesn't make any sense to me. A bottle much like this right here. Camp Creek. They take a bottle, they tested the water, and there's ATL. I mean, there's a monkeypox in the water, and the tap water, and ATL, apparently, allegedly. You got to be kidding me. So now, here's the thing. If, in fact, people start running around with monkeypox, which is supposed to be a larger global uh, problem. It's supposed to infect like way more people than the uh, C-19 would have infected, right? Because it's it's different. It's, you know, you think about when everybody had chicken pox. Somebody got it in your class, it affected the entire class. Everybody got chicken pox. Well, monkey pox is like that, in my opinion, amped up on steroids. So it start, it could, they said it starts off in the gay community, in gay male and bisexual community. And then it starts to transfer over into regular. Because if you're bisexual and you're sleeping with a gay male and he has monkey pox, and then and you guys might be in, interested in each other's back package, then it might go into your heterosexual young ladies that you might sleep with. That's what I'm reading. Read it. Do your research for yourself. Right? So then it starts to spread. So this is what they're insinuating. Don't judge people because they are not straight. Be, that, that in their you know male that they may be the the the, the ops that are spreading this, but it's they're saying that's where it starts and then it can go on a broader scale. But again, if it's anything like chickenpox or smallpox, then we've got a problem here, Susan, and it can affect millions upon way 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 more people. Because if you think about it, if you scratch a monkeypox and you're in the subway and you're grabbing on those bars or you're sitting on your on those train seats and you got oozing sores g- dropping off that gooey juice all over your seats and you sit down, it's as easy as that to make the monkeypox spread. Definitely if it's in your tap water, I would imagine and you're taking a nice shower and all of a sudden that monkeypox water goes in between spreads in between your butt cheeks and down your genital area, well then you, there you have it. But see, see, so what, what, why? Why, 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 Cirque del Sol? No, this is why I'm saying we're in a circus. This makes no sense. And so because the fact that this makes no sense, I'm going to complete this podcast episode that has been absolutely a hoot to make with this fun little bit. Because have an FBI raid, but let's make it about Hillary Clinton. Be right back. The FBI stepping forward at this moment uh, has demonstrated real integrity. When you have a presidential candidate, the FBI has a duty to we the people to investigate any appearance of impropriety. Patriotic FBI agents are pushing and trying to do something, but this requires a full, comprehensive investigation. I don't know what took the FBI so long to try to get it. She made a choice to leave government with all of these documents as though they were her property. The clear intent to evade the Federal Records Act, that's mishandling classified information. Why would the FBI act on that? I mean, come on, are we supposed to believe that after over time that she just didn't know what the rules were? It is a federal crime to negligently handle classified information. Multiple felonies that we're talking about here. My verdict, based on the evidence, is guilty. (laughs) Go 
figure. That, my friends, is a talking point from the time that uh, Hillary Clinton was running for president. And uh, they that was a bunch of correspondence from the none other than the Fox News Network, because I'm sure that some of my listeners are very avid Fox News watchers, and you know what, to each their own, do you, do you, do you good, but, 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 when the FBI was not jumping to, you know, maybe necessarily pull, you know, evidence out of the sky they were kind of like why is she leaving with us why is she leaving the emails why and this is why i think that dgt is like my grandchildren stuff those paperwork i'm a grown man and now i know that it seems like i i do all my paperwork on twitter okay so don't it isn't with me <gasps> who's gonna blame this on but then I couldn't read. She needed to come home and help me read through my paperwork. So this is her problem. This is a millennia thing, not a me thing. Okay. Ah, DJ T, how are you going to get yourself out of this? <laughs> but I'm happy to be talking about him. He gives me way more jovial uh, enthusiasm to come on this podcast radio show and report. And with that said, Jesus is coming. And Jesus has never been closer to coming. So he's coming real soon. Get right. Repent from every sin that you might have ever committed. Whatever thoughts you think and that you committed. I'm repenting right now for even cursing, for even insinuating uh, certain things that may have y'all thinking, how is this Christian gal going about it this way when she should be? No, I'm not supposed to be perfect. That wasn't my calling. My calling is to let y'all understand that Jesus is real. Jesus is king. Jesus did not come to do anything other than to love the world and save us from all of our debauchery because I am ratchet and so are you. Find Jesus. Repent. Ask him to come into your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit. Invite the Holy Spirit in to your life and let go and let God because I don't think that we have much time. The end is here. Digital IDs are telling me it's time to... uh, to pack it up, pack it in, and get on the right train to uh, see an afterlife of your dreams in heaven. Because I'm not sure that uh, the world that is going to be lived after the rapture is going to be any fun. And I can only say, I've warned you. Later. inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan 
leaving behind dead soldiers and American citizens and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand. and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum, WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. By 
By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast, or the information presented in this podcast.